Speaking of conserving waste, just because your British pop sensation's career has gone stale doesn't mean that he has to. That's why we've invented the Tupperware container to lock in pop star freshness. Who's our stale singing sensation, Frank? Well, it's none other than British pop star Morrissey. <laughs> this is a song I wrote at a time in my life when I was very, very, very sad. At breakfast, actually. It's called Hairdresser in a Coma. I cried last night, I died a million deaths Thinking of your sweet face And the way you sing I cried inside, we lied and died And then I cried again Be forgot and never so brought to mind. This would have worked if you did it the last week of the year, but it's not. It's going to be Should like the end of January. acquaintance be forgot in 2018? But do you know the name of our podcast? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think you'd like it. Sure. Great. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> Welcome to You're Going to Love It, the show about your your uh, troublesome favorites. No, this is a... Uh... <laughs> Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to I Think You'd Be Into It, At the podcast. At least he makes himself laugh. Yeah. The podcast about your problematic faves. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon Beck. I'm his long-suffering wife, Beth Scorzato. <laughs> also your other host. Uh, and joining us today is a uh, writer, a uh, comedian, a uh, charming young man, uh, <laughs> uh, Jordan Kurtzman. Hi. Jordan, welcome to the show. You? Thank you. Thanks She's for having uh, very... me. She's a cat lover. Yeah, I'm really excited that the, the cat yeah. is podcatting right now. Yeah, she's, yeah. As, as anybody who's listened to this will know, the cat is very up in our shit yes. right now. <laughs> yeah, she's she's all up in our biz. She's um, almost like a therapy cat for me right now. I find her presence very soothing. Well, she's happy to have you pet her, so. The the two of them have like a weirdly codependent relationship, We do. Too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think that's the only reason I have a pet. I've had her for 15 and a half years. I've had her longer than I've had you. Shut up. <laughs> You've dealt with her for one and a half me's. Um, Jordan, how you doing? She talks less. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing, doing, doing well, as they say, oh, yeah. in, with correct grammar. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. 2018 started. 2018 it's, started. It's been interesting so I far. Had a, yep. you know, pretty, pretty terrible New Year's, as one does. Um, this was the first New Year's I hadn't worked in a long time. That's so. good. It was until uh, it wasn't. <laughs> regrets. We, hashtag regrets. Um, we were home right. by one because we're hashtag old. That sounds, well, that sounds also, ideal. Well, also, we were, okay, so also our New Year's, we, yes, we're old, but we also all went inside. So we went out to a friend's in uh, Pasadena, which is in the San Gabriel Valley, for those of you who don't know this, because that becomes for relevant for a second. non-local listeners. Well, because it becomes relevant in a second, oh, and yeah. you guys can Google this and look it up. I'm, I'm not making this up. In the San Gabriel Valley, there is a large population of parrots oh yeah mm-hmm. there's a large population of parrots from like this one dude who like released a parrot his parrots like a while ago and whatever so they're like the perfect ecosystem they're actually like really kind of a problem but whatever so yeah. there's tons of them they're like a beautiful pest and they like yeah. swarm yeah. and they're frightening so right at midnight 
people started setting off fireworks and it freaked out the parrots and they started swarming. So there were like these huge like dark swarms of parrots like screaming and flying around overhead and then two separate very large possums suddenly like came out of the bushes and were like circling us on either side of the fire pit and we were like so 2018's a nightmare let's go inside yeah. let's let's turn out the fire and go inside bye guys 2018 is the year the animals take back Los like, Angeles it was just like a like whole thing we were just like uh this possum's getting very close and it is very large yeah it, it, it- it felt like this was the beginning of a ritual sacrifice. And I was like, I don't want to be part of yeah, this. So, so that we were all just into, like, maybe we should go inside. Have you guys ever run into a coyote in your, your LA travels? Um, I, I've i seen them on the road while I was driving, but I've never like come across so one. One chased I, yeah. me down the five on a rocket sled. Oh, really? No. What? Is that a video game reference? <laughs> That's a Wile E. Coyote goof. I was like, got what? it? Okay. Um, yeah, no, I because I, I used to live up in Silver Lake and I had a dog, so we'd be out weirdly lit at night and he was a big dog so like two coyotes could take him but one couldn't Mm -hmm. and so sometimes I would see like a coyote like specking us out and being like you know what I'm good Mm -hmm. but I got really close to a lot of coyotes they're just like weird mangy little dogs honestly but Anyway, yeah. and lots of you can hear them because we live right near Griffith Park. We can hear and them they're sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, well, they're, they're like what? They're like. That's, what they, that's no. <laughs> um. So before we get started on our topic at hand, uh, let's talk about what we're into this week. Would anyone like to go first? Oh God, I didn't prepare. It's been such, I don't even know like what this week is. Time has ceased to have any meaning. Yeah. Um, I closed the two shows I was working on last year uh, at the end of Scott last year, even though it was like three weeks ago. But anyway, like December 17th. And then we were both sick for a week. And then yeah. it was Everybody like that week of like Christmas. And then like where like time ceases to have no meaning and everybody's just day drinking because no one's at work. Um, <laughs> and I just like, yeah, time has ceased to have any meaning. So I'm not quite sure. What have I? What have I started? God, I'm so fucking stalling here. Bears. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm really into wee bear a bears. Sport team or something no? Else. Wee bear bears. Okay. She's really into Mike Ditka. I was like, no, oh, the Chicago Bears. I'm okay, not that. In- <laughs> I'm into the New England Patriots. Everybody knows this. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, All right, I am from New England. Right. Um, but the yeah, wee bear bears is very delightful. It's very delightful, and uh, my friend and I have spent a lot of time just what being like, oh, we, we don't want to do this. We just want to watch more bears. It's a Cartoon Network show. It's a child's cartoon. That's animated bears. Yes. Okay. Um, it's very good. They. Uh, it's a grizzly bear, a panda, panda bear, and, and a polar bear. And a polar bear named Ice Bear, who I love. So Ice they're bear. all like, we're bears. We have a lot in common. Let's hang out. No, they're brothers, sort of. You have to watch it. Okay. They were they're, they're brothers, but only in that like when they were little, I think they like found each other and then they were all abandoned. There, oh, there's some they're sometimes abandoned there's sometimes, brother bears. Well, sometimes when they were sometimes there's episodes where they're like cubs and sometimes and like so you see all these like flashbacks of them as like babies and it's sometimes very sad. Anyway, Ice Bear, I love Ice Bear. Ice he's, Bear. Uh, he's he speaks in the third person and Ice Bear is bigger. <laughs> bigger scarier dog he's uh he's voiced by dimitri martin oh. who i um, think that's probably the extent of his acting talent but um most likely to just deliver everything in a deadpan yeah yeah but... well, he did that woodstock movie really yeah what? taking woodstock I, or whatever okay, that thing was sure. called anyway and the panda is bobby moynihan yeah, bobby and the grizzly Pan- bear is uh oh fuck what's his name he goes to my chiropractor uh eric edelstein okay anyway it's great 
<laughs> yeah, it's 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 very good. It's delightful. They uh, they walk around on all fours, but they're in a stack. They're in a bear stack. A bear stack. I don't know. It's, it's awesome. delightful, and unlike some other, like I also love things like um, like I really love Steven Universe, and I really love Star versus the Forces of Evil, but those both also like kind of get deep. Bears is just adorable. Bears is just adorable. It's not like Steven Universe where you know season one episode one Steven's upset that his. Uh, Favorite ice cream is being discontinued in season five, episode one. Steven is being put on trial for his mother's war crimes. So, like, there's an arc there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's even Adventure Time, too, where, like, OMG. Adventure Time will just break your fucking heart. Yeah. Bears will break your heart, but I don't know. It's good. I'm don't into Wee Bear Bears. bears. That's my thing. I'm into Wee Bear Bears. B A R E. I, I live in WeHo, so when I think, when you say bears, I think of... Yeah. I mean, I've seen... I've large, seen, sexy, hairy men. I've seen three bears walking down uh, Sunset in a stack mm. before. Yeah. There you go. Totally. Circus bears. Yeah. Um, I, as of now, have become something of a rhinestone cowboy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I have become fucking obsessed with Glenn Campbell um, over the past couple weeks. But, like, Wichita, 70s Wichita, Wichita Lineman is my... Like karaoke song, song that I cried in my car, in my car too. Oh wow! Like I love, I love me some old Glenn Campbell. Also, have you watched the documentary? I'm about worried him? I'm gonna just start sobbing. It's, it's not. It's actually kind of uplifting. Okay. Because you're like, yes, he has Alzheimer's. Yes, he is very old. But yes, like, he's, he's kind of like, yeah. But he's like going out and doing what he wants to do. So it's like sure. a weirdly uplifting movie about an old person being like, fuck yeah, I'm me. Oh, that's awesome. Things are great. Um, that uh, yeah, that sounds really fucking good. Yeah, I mean, it's I haven't watched it in a while. Maybe he says some racist stuff that I forget about. Well, I know he. Was, I don't know. We just, just know that he was racist? a supporter of uh, Sheriff Joe. Oh, which like, mm. yeah, supporter of Sheriff Joe, but also he did Southern Nights. So like, problematic faves, especially yep. old white men. Oh sure. yeah. Oh, we'll get to that yeah. in a second. I'm sure. <laughs> yep. What What's the thing you're into this week, Jordan? Um, I've I'm into this on and off. Uh. There's this former dancer with the New York City Ballet, Catherine Morgan. She had to retire because she had a, um, what's this called? Your thyroid. She had a thyroid condition. Um, but she has these really amazing ballet technique videos. Okay. And I, first of all, like, I never dance that seriously. Also, I have, like, a lot of physical shit going on and I can't really dance anymore. But I just find it very hypnotic and soothing to watch a 20-minute explanation of italian fuetes so nice. i totally get very that. i would thorough. actually i would actually mm-hmm. be into that yeah it's just like and i think as it's like reminds me of my childhood sure it is like i'm like yes ballet bar structure french words like <laughs> this is like eating soup but not quite as good french <laughs> words no debt yes exactly exactly i mean i, t- I totally get where you're coming from i watch yeah. guitar videos all the time yeah. and it's basically the same thing i can't um i did ballet when i was little but it became very apparent very quickly that i do not have the uh grace for ballet mm-hmm. i was a tap dancer for a long oh, time i was terrible but i yeah can't can't do ballet yeah now i can't do anything because i'm very broken and have yeah. a lot of physical shit going on i know yep I, I wonder, of the three of us who is the most broken? A broken toe is supposed to last because i feel I like, like is... four to six weeks okay good then i'm still fine yeah then I'm, I'm not worried yet have you is which toe is it oh you'll be fine yeah toe. i untaped it and then i was like nope this still yeah, sucks keep, and keep i taped it, it back together yeah so uh let's move on to the uh the topic at yes. hand. 
Uh, we're, you're here today specifically to talk about the Smiths. The Smiths. And uh, good old Mr. Morrissey and Mr. Marr. Yes, Marr and Morrissey. Sort of like Lennon and McCartney, but less successful. Um, that was terrible. They're very successful. <laughs> I love them so much. Um, less mainstream. Less mainstream. So I was introduced to the Smiths by my dad gave me like a box of cassettes when I was growing up because I'm old. Um, and I also have many okay cassettes. many cassettes. People are like cassettes, and I'm like, I was born in the '80s. Yes, yeah. Um, all of my first car, my all of my cars had cassettes. I had yeah. a John Denver and the Muppets cassette. Like I would go to the thrift store and buy cassettes because my cars still had cassettes. I've bought a cassette within the last year. Oh, yeah. I haven't. Although I did my yeah, but old you car. Can't play it. No, I can't. Yeah. But I wanted the gold cassette of Run the Jewels three. Oh, that sounds pretty great. Yeah, I had a Walkman, and I would take my cassettes to summer camp with me in like a little box, and nice. um, it was pretty much like the foundation of all my music taste, including. Um, the Smiths meet is murder. Okay. So that was like the only Smiths album I listened to for a long time. And then in high school, I started listening to other Smiths and also like many people who moved to LA to do creative things. I had a lot of angst sure. and ennui and the Smiths kind of spoke to me, but they're also a really fucking good rock band, which I think gets overlooked sometimes. Um, yeah. And then I just like periodically, like I just rediscover how much I love them, but I always listen to them at least sometimes. Sure. Like, I've never, like, been like, I'm over the Smiths. Um, yeah, Meet is Murder is, I think, their best, like, album musically. Um, and confession, I have tried veganism because of my Smiths fandom. I did not stick with it. There's Sorry, no Morrissey. way you're the only one. <laughs> I, I was like, Meat is Murder. I should stop. Maybe Morrissey will like me. And then I was like... I'm hungry, so yeah. Don't flame me, vegans. I tried. <laughs> um, so what? What to I, yeah, you? I, have, I I don't know. I, it's one of those things where I'm always like, oh yeah, I could try being a vegetarian. I could try being a vegan. I'm like, oh, like I support it. I, I appreciate the idea. And then I'm like, oh wait, I really fucking like sandwiches and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I um was a vegetarian for like ten years. I just. Uh, I, I sort of had to give up other stuff and then I was like a, a vegetarian who couldn't eat dairy and like other things and then I was like I'm subsisting on brown rice and other shit and I'm like Oof. very active and a naturally kind of being Polish person so sure. I just was like I need to eat food um I do try to limit my meat intake but I'm not a vegan um and whenever I break up with someone I go through like a phase of being like I'm a vegan who gets a haircut so <laughs> Eh, Wait, whatever. Can, can vegans not get haircuts? No, I just mean like I'm gonna be a vegan and get oh, a haircut sure. because I gotta move on got with it, my life and yeah. prove gotcha. myself. Sure, take up some it weird happens. hobby. But, I mean, know? yeah, and I think it's one of those things too. Like I have a friend who, and this is like a weird segue, but I have a friend who she's she was a vegetarian for years, and then like eventually she was just like, I'm craving meat, so I'm gonna eat it, and then like <laughs> so she eats it when she wants, and that's the same thing. Even with me, like there's a lot of. I have some like intestinal issues like I can't eat a lot of red meat but like lately I was craving red meat so I was like whatever I'm just gonna try eating it yeah. like I think just being sometimes really it's what your body just absolute wants. and orthodox about anything is exhausting too yeah. like I think the level of and this gets to how Morrissey is problematic the level of like passion and like hate that Morrissey feels towards eating meat and probably Johnny Marr too I think he's less vocal about it they're both vegans to me, it just seems exhausting. Like, I don't want to carry that chip on my shoulder all the time. Yeah. I also am not rich I mean, and can't control my environment. But, I mean, like, I could be vegan. I just 
that's I've done it and then I've been like I just I mean that's kind of where that joke comes from though like how do you know if someone's vegan they tell tell you you. yeah because I mean yeah I mean it makes Morrissey feels about veganism how Prince felt about his image on the internet (laughs) yeah exactly um and also I think like Morrissey again maybe Johnny Marr has done this I don't want to completely get him off the hook but like using other cultures treatment of animals as a excuse to be racist yeah like my old roommates who were vegan would like talk shit about like orthodox jews wearing fur hats or like people it was just like weird it was like just because you feel morally right doesn't mean it's okay to just be like these people are barbarians because they do things to animals i'm like we have to like have a little cultural sensitivity um, Morrissey specifically said some terrible things about Chinese people, and I was like, "Oh, why?" I feel like Morrissey's um, yeah. not particularly into nuance. No, he's yeah. pretty much just like, "I have no filter. I don't I, care." Bah. So I do have some friends that love the Smiths and love Morrissey, but are like recently just kind of being like, "Ah, oh, he said some shit that's making it's hard." Yeah. But Morrissey, being a super weird human aside. What about the Smiths really spoke to you? So, I mean, first of all, I just really like the way they sound. Um, I like the sound of Morrissey's voice. He has a, and the reason he has probably such a big Latino fan base, which he does, if you didn't know that. I did know that. Um, is because he's a crooner. Oh, you're it's right. Like, I mean, I was asking a friend of mine who's like from LA and he's like a Mexican-American guy and he's like, because he's a crooner. So take that with a grain of salt. If you, if people think that's wrong, complain to Mario it's not my fault um but that's generally what I've heard um and then also just the lyrics like yes there are some Smith's lyrics that just make you like roll your eyes into the back of your head but they're so like well written and like layered like a fucking T.S. Eliot poem like there's all these sort of really literary references and the way Morrissey uses syntax is kind of amazing and it's like I was just listening on my I, in the way over here in my car uh, the song I know it's over from the Queen is Dead and I was just like oh my god like if you're so clever why are you on your own tonight ah yeah. oh, just take the knife twist it twist <laughs> it I mean the first song that I really liked from them was a uh, headmaster ritual which is the, the the chorus of that is basically belligerent ghouls run Manchester schools spineless swine demented minds or cemented minds one of the two wow yeah i mean it's like really like angry crazy stuff wrapped in this like arpeggiated beautiful post-punk jangly stuff and also as a as someone who plays guitar not a lot but a little bit like anytime you break down a johnny marr riff you're like this is way more complicated than i thought it was like Alternate tunings, just like really stuff that sounds really natural, but is actually like surprisingly complicated and oh, yeah. funky. Like I think he's an amazing guitarist. As I was listening to some of it, some of their stuff earlier today, I I was having that that sense of like this sounds pretty easy, but also like the sound, the guitar sound is like nothing I've ever heard. Yes, and like probably like i was like oh that must have taken a lot of work to get that to sound that effortless and i mean if you watch him play you'll notice he's like very dexterous like his hands like fucking fly um but also like that their influences are pretty diverse like it's rockabilly it's um west african guitar music like all sorts of stuff that oh i definitely hear that yeah, yeah like this charming man is like totally like some kind of upbeat Ghana kind of guitar thing. sure um and yeah a lot of alternate tunings and stuff like that but yeah it's just it's just the way it makes you feel I mean there are certain 
my like the Smith stuff that I don't particularly like is the like overly clever. Sure. Like Cemetery Gates is a song. Is a song that's like I'm just like Ugh. like I used to really like it. Now I find it kind of cloying and precious and annoying. Um, and what I always defend the Smiths is, is I'm like listen to the Meet Is Murder. It is a great rock album. Um, and it's not that whole sort of like if you know I mean I love there's a light that never goes out but it is definitely like what everyone thinks about when they think of the Smiths it's like you know I want to die next to you like this British (laughs) thing blah 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 um yeah there's just so many things that I like about them um the thing the thing I noticed about his lyrics is that he's really good at capturing the most horrible thing you could think yes. about a person. Like, yes. like he, all of his descriptions of other characters in the songs are like, oh, that's like, if you said that out loud, that would be a horrible thing to say to a person. I'm but it's also at... like the thing you would think. Yeah. You know? What's the song? Nowhere Fast. I'm looking for the lyrics for that. But oh, that's sort he's of how a I... real nowhere fast yes, sitting that's in my uh, nowhere fast. The Smiths. Um, I feel like that's the way Morrissey thinks about people in like middle class environments. Sure. It's very, um, I'd like to drop my trousers to the world. I am a man of means, of slender means. Each household appliance is like a new science in my town. And if the day came when I felt a natural emotion, I'd get such a shock. I'd probably jump in the ocean. It's a beautiful song. Um, and it ends with someone thinking about killing themselves, but it's very much just like this guy's being like, I'm boring and terrible, but like in a very empathetic way. I think the thing is like that he says awful things in these songs, like just really describes people as like boorish and terrible, but with this like sort of like tender touch. Sure. Um, the issue, I mean, the thing is, I think when I said like Morrissey and Mar, like, I don't love Morrissey's um, solo work. There are some things, especially early on, that are really great. Um, you know, I sometimes I like to cry in my car and listen to "Every Day Is Like Sunday." Like everybody does that, right? You've all been there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I think it's just like the quality of the music isn't as high because he's not working with a genius. Sure. And Johnny Marr has like played with a bunch of bands. His like solo stuff is terrible. But he's still a good musician, sure. so it's like. On Twitter earlier today, I I asked if anyone had any questions about the Smiths. Oh yeah, did anyone or... have any questions? We got one oh, from our friend so Kai, and his it was specifically a Johnny Marr question. It was, did Modest Mouse ruin Johnny Marr, or did Johnny Marr, or did Johnny Marr ruin Modest Mouse? I mean, I've never really liked Modest Mouse, but I never thought that was his fault. Yeah, I mean, he's a good guitarist. He also played with Oasis a bunch, and yes. I think he was on a Decemberist record. Yeah, no, that was that was no. I thought that, I think that was a guy from REM. Yeah, he's he's done a, a bunch of stuff. Sure. Um, he's also like you have to remember like they were really successful. They made a lot of money. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they didn't have to keep doing stuff. Sure. Um, they made enough money so Morrissey can yeah. cancel tours for as long as I he know. wants. I mean, I almost saw him at the bowl, and I was like, I don't know if it's gonna happen. So I didn't, and also it sold out super fast. Um, sure. But I think it sold out. I don't know. I I the, my brain right now is like a giant <laughs> puddle of mush. Um. But yeah, I think the thing about the Smiths is like they're sort of a little bit maligned as like this like tender like like band for only like 
depressed vegans who like sure. to sit in a quiet room and like we're really gently into live rocked journal, back journal. and forth. Yeah, really into live journal. Yes, I had a live journal. Um, oh, we journal. all did. We all had. Oh, a journal, we had our college okay. had a very active live journal. Oh, you still like, were live journaling in college? All right, at least I stopped when yeah. I was sixteen. Yeah, well, I oh, like man. I did. I stopped in high school, but then our, like our college had like an incredibly active like live journal scene. That's very funny. Like there was a college live journal, and people like would post things on. It. So like we both used live journal for that okay. more than yeah. anything. Like I got some December's tickets through that one year. Yeah, it like, was like a very bizarre and like weirdly specific and outdated like way for our college to yeah. be like yeah. communally message boarding yeah. exactly <laughs> before but facebook existed right yeah oh for sure but oh, we were still only a few in we were still only a few it. years into that's it that's true. true it was like only like four years old at that point maybe okay. four or five something yeah. like that yeah like i think it had i think we might have the year before i know the year before i graduated when i was a junior was when people were able to start getting them but you had to when i registered for it you still had to have a college email address yeah you couldn't register for it without having a college email address so we're old guys <laughs> yeah. um yeah, live journal. But basically, <laughs> my whole thing about the Smiths is I think they're a good rock band. And yes, they do have some slow songs. And they do sing about emotions. But they're not emo. They're actually just a really good band who has an emotional crooning front man. Um, uh, they didn't yeah. sound like I thought they would sound yeah. when I, the first couple times I heard them. Mm. I, like, I, was, I think as I started listening to them so young, I was like, this is music? Bah! You know, but... Oh, I've totally had that. Yeah. Oh, I guess I like this. Oh, but. you can do this? All right. All right. This um, is what I think about everything forever. <laughs> well, and I, I think a lot of people that have like a definite favorite band, yeah. that's what happens. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was the same thing when I first discovered Fish. There was a, a couple of their songs where I'm like, Wait, you, can, you can do that? Oh, yeah. all right. I want to listen to nothing but this for the rest of my life. So you've only really listened to The Queen is Dead. I've, yeah, I've listened to most of that. I watched... Um, their rock palace. Oh, that's a crazy, crazy, that one crazy is, thing on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I love rock palace. I've seen yeah. a bunch. I've seen a bunch of them. It I was didn't a know ger- that was a thing. It I was know, a yeah. German. Like a Hamburg. I think so. Yes, it was a German TV show from like the at oh. least the eighties. Oh, it was a TV show. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like a venue. Uh, it might have been both. It might have been like Austin City Limits. Okay. Um, it, which is basically what it was. It was German Austin City Limits. Um. And German limits. Yes. Hamburg <laughs> city limits. Hamburg <laughs> city limits. Um, they taped it like at the wall. Um, there was, uh, I've seen a bunch of those. Like I saw the police. I saw uh, Grateful Dead do it mm-hmm. once. Um, and like the shirt he's wearing in his rock, in this rock palace episode is a V neck, but the V comes down about to his belt line. And I was when like, you mentioned that, I was like, I don't think that was a thing he did more than like once. I feel like he, I feel like I I've seen think, a few yeah, clips maybe. of him, in, or maybe he just has his he nipples. Probably out. Just he probably has the one, and then Brandon became. I think obsessed he also wears <laughs> button downs and wears them mostly unbuttoned in the early days. That's so true. It's not a V neck, but it's just a. It might have been the, that, the Morrissey. Yeah. The, the 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 notable thing about the Smiths' appearance is their hair was was very extra <laughs> oh yeah it was, it was very tall it was impressive yes but it was like oh you're really you're you're really going for it aren't yeah you? just really tall and they still i mean like i mean they're both older and losing their hair but they've still got like rock dude hair oh for i'm sure. sure it's like boom <laughs> um yeah i do like when rock musicians and like, like um 
who's the who's the drummer for Charlie Watts? Charlie Watts, yeah. Um, like the rest of the Rolling Stones are like wearing wigs and like trying to look young, and he's just like has white hair and like wears khakis and like oh, yeah. doesn't give a fuck. That's because like, Charlie Watts like, fucking yeah. rules. He's just like I'm old, whatever. Um, I'm like you go, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, he goes when he's in Boston. He goes to the jazz club that my parents like. Oh really? I saw Charlie Watts once. I'm like, are you sure? Or did you just see another? gray-haired british gent yeah, did you see literally anyone that could be playing yes, at that jazz like, club you were like it was we're pretty sure that guy that british drummer with a generic old man haircut was charlie watts i'm like all right <clears throat> um anyway yeah uh their live stuff is is interesting i don't know that they were like a great live band i yeah, think I part of that. their i think part of their like genius too was they were very good at like recording sure specifically like um but yeah, just the way their guitar style was like very innovative and influential. Like I think if you listen to like any alternative rock really like arpeggios like that are a thing. Oh, totally. Like that was, I mean, he, not that Johnny Marr invented playing an arpeggio, but using it a certain way for sure. Oh, yeah. And you can you can even hear like if you listen to U2 like you can yeah. hear the edge basically just going. Mm, I'm just gonna put an echo on that. Yes, <laughs> and even I mean like tremolo. Like I was listening the other day to Crimson and Clover, and I was like, this is a very good example of tremolo. But um, the Smiths, uh, "How Soon Is Now" is like I think one of the most famous examples of using like heavy, heavy, heavy tremolo. Sure, just just like fading in and out and out and out and out. Yeah. <laughs> shut your mouth how can you say i go about things the wrong way i'm human and i need to be loved just like everybody else does yeah. like oh my god most of what i know about that song oh. is because it was the charmed theme song really oh, was it yeah oh. that's huh. an interesting choice yeah. There's a club if you got to go. You could meet somebody. That I mean, really they didn't have you. all of the, the things. It was just, I. But you go and you stand on your own and you leave on your own and you go home and you cry and you want to die. Oh, Those are the lyrics. Yeah, yes. They didn't put all that out. I mean, it was a <laughs> TV theme song, so it was cut. Just like, to be. No, it was cut to be like, it was just, I am the sun, I am the air. I'm the sun in the air of a shyness am, that is criminally See, vulgar. but that's, it's, it's not. It's wow. just, it goes, yes. it goes, I am the sun, I'm the air, I'm human, and I need to be loved just like everyone oh, else shoot. does. Because I've already waited too long. Uh, 
oh how my soon hope is, is now? gone and that's how it that's it that's the entirety of the oh, lyrics man. that are in it and you're like this wow. is the song it's super short right no i mean i like, knew it was yeah. definitely a longer it's like song a but five like... there's like a radio edit and then the album version is like seven minutes long <laughs> and it's mostly just like johnny moore being like in the middle there's um, a jimmy great. buffett there's also a, a whistle solo in the middle oh that's good what, yeah. what kind of whistle we'd like mouth whistle or like slide whistle i have no idea it sounds like mouth whistle okay if there was a slide whistle solo on a, a Smith song, I, mean, I would I lose my know. mind. It's it's supposed to sound like a human whistling. I'm just terrible at whistling, but oh. um, yeah, no, I mean that that song just just murders me in the heart every time. Um, it murders you. Meat is murders me. Yeah, I mean the title track from that album also like in addition to being preachy as fuck, it's also just terrible song. Like sure. it's not a good song. Um, my favorite off that album is probably I Want the One I Can't Have, which is like, I think also the way they write about sex is very interesting okay. too. Um, I wish I, the lyric is escaping my head. If you ever need self, is it, if you ever need self validation, just meet me in the alley by the railway station is a good one. It's just a very like, cause they do sing about sex in this very like longing kind of way. Roll Some Ruffians is another one on that album. That's just about people like getting into trouble in the fair um and someone falls in love and someone beatens up gets beaten up that's like the the refrain and someone falls in love and someone's beaten up i it's, threw a dart at a balloon and won yeah. a panda. and then yeah it's basically um last night at the fair and the grease in the hair of a speedway operator is all that a tremulous heart requires um God, the, yeah those, those lyrics are like legitimately fantastic but they're also making me really angry really <laughs> like i love it but it's also just like you know i, I went back and it listened just, to i think it takes itself too seriously oh, it takes itself extremely seriously yeah yes i was like i, I went back and listened to pinkerton mm. by weezer for the first time in a couple years yeah um over the summer and like that was one of my favorite yes. records in high school and in college is that their that's the second one, one? yeah okay. that was that was the one that like did not do well when it came out okay and basically just made rivers like have the existential crisis about songwriting he's still having yes um but i listened to it and i was like when i was younger i'm like oh i fucking identify with every thing yeah. in this record and now it's just like Oh, dude, get over yourself. See, I think <laughs> the thing about the Smiths though, is I often feel like it's written from a place of observation. Like it's not sure really about them, and it's just sort of like poetry about people. Okay, I get that. Um, that the the songs that I that I think are annoying are the ones that are just too clever, like sure. cemetery cemetery gates, which is just like. I think annoying or the ones that are very like because there's that kind of like English music hall like yeah um what's Gilbert and Sullivan kind sure. of I don't love that stuff some of it works and some of it I think is just a little too twee sure. but the things that it's just like just saying things in a very like I mean negative like early like the first album I think is like very like just like life sucks like the song what difference does it make which again is like a banger like so catchy so sure. good but the 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 lines are like the the chorus is what difference does it make it makes none <laughs> and now you have done and you must be looking very old tonight Woof. yes it all feels a little fatalistic too. oh it's very fatalistic it's just like there is i mean 
yeah what difference does it make there's no difference like you're fucked nothing matters yeah but it's not that's the thing is like you're doing it like it's this like soft stuff and it's like a fucking like banger like like it's a song it's a rock song like a beating you know i also like i think the smith's uh queen is dead is a great political song that doesn't take itself super seriously sure it's very funny but it's also very nasty, and they're they're on the record as really not being fans of the monarchy, to put it mildly. So that's a shocker. Yeah, I mean, I think Morrissey had his backup band on a tour wear shirts that said "We hate Will and Kate." That God, that's <laughs> the most that's the most fucking Morrissey thing I've I know. ever I was heard. Like, uh. But wow. the thing is, they're from Northern England too, which is a different thing. Oh, totally. So I mean, oh Manchester, I've never been, but I'm. All of my favorite bands are from there, so I'm super curious. Um, I was looking earlier, and I saw that uh, they had recorded, speaking of English places, had recorded their second demo at a studio in a place called Chorlton Come Hardy. Oh, God. And I was like, that is the most British fucking, like the most northern British thing I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. Chorlton Come Hardy. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I also, like the... The lyrics in um, The Queen is Dead. I mean, it's, a, it's such a great song. And it's just got a great driving beat. And it also has, like, no structure. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, like, a weirdly, like, freeform. I mean, there is a structure, but it's not, like, a sure. typical, like, song, song, chorus. It's just sort of, like, Here's a bunch verses. of verses. Something that might be kind of a bridge happens twice. So maybe that's the chorus. And then a long fade out where Morrissey's like, life is very long when <laughs> you're lonely. You um, make the best face when you're singing uh, Morrissey lyrics. Oh, no. <laughs> God, I, I don't know. Uh, sorry, L.A., who's all seen me in my car being like, yes. No one in L.A. is looking um, at another person in their true. car. No. Yeah. That's why everyone picks their nose in their car, right? Yep. Um, and I, then. For sure. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That uh, happens. Yeah. I, I keep a box of Kleenex in my car for that reason. I'm just like, I don't even want to be tempted. There's a Kleenex. So I can just be a grown up and deal with <laughs> deal with my boogers in a clean well, way. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of napkins in my. I have a nose ring, so sometimes oh, things just get stuck okay. and it's bad. It's it's a whole different situation. I've always been afraid of nose rings for that reason because I'm just like I sneeze a lot. Well, I mean, it's not like it's gonna come out. But... I know, but it's gonna get all gunked up anyway. Yeah, it's not as bad as you'd think. Okay. Hey, so... I pierced it my first time uh, by myself in my college <gasps> bathroom. Yeah, ah! and then it fell out at night and it closed up and I got it done oh, okay. professionally the second time. But I've I had it like, for like... I thought you were going to say, and then my nose fell off. No, <laughs> no, no, no. And then, so I've had it like, set... no, I've had it like 10 years now. Okay. You know, I used to work in a plastic surgery office. I could get you a discount on just like a full new nose. No, I my nose is fine. Your nose is great. Your nose, your nose is, is great. adorable. Yours is the nose that's broken. Don't you don't have a broken nose? My, I, I am like uh, the great poet and songwriter Dewey Cox in that I'm smell impaired, if you can. Oh. Um, I've had a cyst in my nose since we caught it in fourth grade okay. when I realized I just couldn't smell anything. Um, how do you taste food? Cause food is mostly, well, see, that's what everybody the... asks him. Yeah. Well, see, here, here's the thing is that like, he has a sense of smell. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, it's like if something is really, really rank, I can kind of feel it. Like, like my, like there's enough of that sense left to go like, there is something bad but I couldn't tell you what it is. But other than that, like, just, like, smelling food or, like, flowers or anything like that, like, it, it's just nothing. But I still have a sense of taste because it's, it's, it's like how, you know, if, it, like, a blind person, d- depending on how, how blind they are, 
can sense if there's a change in light and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same Okay. Thing. You're like, I'm in the dark. I've just trained him to light matches after he does good poo. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. <laughs> um, it's, also, it's also made my... Marriage! Know, uh, it's, it's also made my adventures into marijuana kind of difficult because I can never like, tell. I don't know if I smell. I see, I don't have a great sense of smell either, actually. And I just always worry that I smell bad. So. Same. Yeah. But, my, my, I mean, my dad used to come down... When I would come downstairs, my dad used to go like, you smell like shit. If I didn't take a shower from like halfway up the stairs. Oh. So I'm also like really in my head about oh, it too. Yeah. Like, He's I'm constantly like, person. do I smell? And I was like, I mean, maybe if you're as, someone's as close to you as I'm getting to you right now, like up yeah. in you. But I'm assuming most strangers aren't as close to you as your wife. No. Like, they're just, they're just. <laughs> just walking up and sticking their nose in like your Like people jacket. are dogs. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, anyway. So as a as a Smiths fan. <laughs> Sorry, I got real aggressive about his nose. <laughs> it happens. happens yeah. Nose. Now do we you, know about matches and poo. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like you have to be defensive of about the it? Smiths? Yeah, like oh I just I just know so many people that are like Morrissey people or um, like the Smiths people and like it seems like they're always kind of on the defensive about it. I mean, my whole thing about it, and maybe it comes across as defensive, is I feel like a lot of people judge the Smiths without having listened to them. And I'm like, they're just a really good band. And like, yeah. I'm not someone who like hero worships Morrissey, despite my forays into veganism because of him. Sure. Like, I just really like their music. Um, and so if someone's like, oh, the Smiths are for lame teenagers, I'm like... No, that would be Marilyn Manson. Like, listen to the Smiths. Yeah. Um, but I don't really, I mean, you know me. I don't really give flying whatever's about most things that people think. So, oh, you mean flying fucks? Flying fucks. Yeah, we swear. Yeah, I give, I, and I've sworn a lot on this podcast already. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really have a lot of fucks to give about being cool. So um, if people don't like it, they can go eat a bag of. They can go eat a bag of dicks. Oh yeah, dick. she's using. I'm, I have a I'm collection of a dick mug. um, aggressive mugs. Yes, which if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen some of them. Yeah. But she's using the eat a dick mug. They can eat shit and die. <laughs> <laughs> eat oh, shit and die. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, just like I don't know. For I sometimes wonder if that the fact that their lyrics speak to me so much is just a sign of my eternal sadness but um <laughs> see I don't know. i'm absolutely that person who is like it's shocking i'm not into the smiths actually i've never really heard them yeah and i feel like if i did i would fall down like this whole but on the same on the one hand i think morrissey c- can bite me yeah similar to how like i i have a list of people who can bite me for no reason uh eddie vetter is also on that list Eddie really? Vedder can bite me. What um, did Eddie Vedder do? I just find him a lot. I guess. He I just seems think like he's a, a very lot. nice person, though, from everything I've heard. I, I, I think I think a lot of it comes from in interviews. He can oh. come off as very, like, pretentious. And yeah, very, like, I mean, he's also just, he's like a weird, yeah. Anyway, Morrissey is a lot, uh, and I find that very hard to get past, but I'm also, like, 1,000%, like, I'm a lyrics person, and I'm yeah. secretly an angsty teen. Not so secretly, guys. I'm, I'm still an angsty still teen. An angsty Everybody teen. knows that. Um, like, I feel like I'd be very into them. Yeah. I don't know. My, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love... I love them. They're my favorite band, but I also find like, and also with a lot of the stuff that they're doing currently, like remembering that their best artistic output was from 1984 to 1988. So we're in like, we're, it's like, I don't want to judge the Rolling Stones on the fact that Mick Jagger is like a weird old man who wears 
some pants smaller oh, than yeah. mine and a wig you know so it's kind of a similar thing where it's like yeah morrissey's a crazy person he's also like a rich old rock star who can do whatever he wants yeah so let's let's yeah. maybe, let's maybe get into into him a yeah little, a little bit okay can i can i tell my one really quick morrissey story of course. Yeah. um you know this the only my like I, I don't listen to it, but, like, I also I had, like, a weird, irrational, not irrational hatred. I was bitter about this. I was salty about this one thing that happened is we were at a uh, record store in Brooklyn that, like, had this huge feature on their front counter of the this fucking Morrissey biography, like, giant Morrissey biography. Rough trade? Yeah, which felt really... Um, God, and, like, the guy behind the counter was just, like, clearly so into it and was, like, oh, and, like, talking it up to everybody who came up to the counter. Yeah. Uh, and I came up to the counter to inform him that they had the Butterfield Blues Band uh, labeled as the Butterfly Blues Band. And he was, like, I don't know what you're talking about. What does that mean? And I was, like, the Butterfield Blues Band. It is a very influential blues. I hate you. <laughs> and then he yeah. was, like, are you interested in this book? And I was, like, no, I'm interested in you fixing the fucking label. Well, and also, uh, I don't. I, I just I, got really mad that he like, like was so like fucking jerking off to Morrissey and didn't terrible. know who the blues people were. And I was record mad. store employees and bike store employees, Ooh. and yeah. like old school like pretentious movie rental places are invariably staffed by terrible pretentious nerds. Yep. So I got I got lucky in like the one record store I found in Brooklyn that I really liked wasn't that. Yeah, it was just this dude with curly hair who loves they might be giants. Um, we don't have that, and you can go be basic somewhere else. And I'm just like, eBay exists. Bye. So. I mean, I guess I could sell you this copy of Magical Mystery Tour. But like, I don't, I don't. I don't know why you'd want it. Money is weird. Yeah. If you if you want what if you want the true version of this, go listen to some Fela Kuti. But if if you oh, want to just listen God. to some shitty Afrobeat, do whatever you want. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. I mean. Meanwhile, My, don't don't yeah. get him wrong. He would fucking step over a dead body to work at a record store. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, I would. I yes. think you could you could probably make that happen pretty easily. I wouldn't want to work at Amoeba. I feel like that would really stress me out. Oh yeah, Amoeba's like, a little like. But I feel like working at Amoeba Thunderdome. would be like working at Target. It's just oh, so I mean, it's, it's just like so a big. Target, oh well, yeah. Well, uh, a target where you can buy a Daylight like shirt. Very stressful yeah. because it's very active. Can I tell you? So my favorite recent Morrissey song, which I will fully admit is not good, is called Irish Blood, English Heart. And it's just like a very <laughs> okay. like angry, like, what is it? Fuck, I can't remember the lyrics. Irish Blood, English Heart. This I'm made of. <laughs> there is no one on earth I'm afraid of, and I will die with both of my hands untied. I think that is. Um, that's no the most Irish ass thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. but there, there's a lot of like, like um, to be English to stand by the flag, not being shameful or racist or partial. I think is interesting to just be like, I want to be a patriot, but I don't want to be a right winger. Is like yeah. kind of interesting because. I feel like that's like a a very thorny line, but oh, I totally. find it to be an interesting one. Um, and then what is it? The well, so much of patriotism is tied up in up, being yeah. right wing and jingoistic. I mean, but typical for a lot of um, Morrissey solo work, the song itself is not that good. Sure, um, it's. I mean, it's it's a it's a pretty good one, but it's not the Smiths' quality because it's just him. Sure. Um, I've been dreaming of a time when the English are sick to death of labor and Tories and spit upon the name Oliver Cromwell and denounce this royal line that still salute him and will salute him forever. Also, in like typical Morrissey fashion, he like 
goes to town on Oliver Cromwell and gives it like 16 syllables and it's great. (laughs) I also just like, I love. I'm sorry, Oliver fucking Cromwell? What year is it? Oliver Cromwell. Is he he still still writing angry lyrics about Mrs. Thatcher? Is he still writing angry lyrics about Henry VIII? And enough this royal line that will salute him. Um, Remember the 5th of November. Guy Fox. Yes. <laughs> but There's yeah, a he Noel has, Fielding impression yeah, right there. I think he, he just has a lot of a lot of bitterness. I feel about like Noel Fielding is just a Morrissey impression a lot of times. Oh. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're totally not wrong. Ah, uh, I also um, yeah. But I mean, I think his early early solo stuff is good. Every day is like Sunday and Suedehead are two great songs. Suedehead is like Suede like the. So it's like having like a buzz cut, I think is what it refers to. It's one of the ones that I think is like harder to understand. Sure. But there's um there's a really great part where it's like I'm just looking up lyrics on my phone because my brain is a sieve right now. That's fine. I mean, so so suedehead lyrics, but I mean, if you want to talk about dark but cheerful, the lyrics every day is like Sunday is like this is the coastal town they forgot to shut down. Come Armageddon, come Armageddon, come. But it's like do do it's like a really like peppy Crouton come Armageddon. This is a coastal town that they forgot to close down Armageddon. Anyway, I'm gonna stop singing into this microphone for the sake of we're uh, everything. We, and we'll everyone. talk about it during um, plugs. We're on a sketch team together. There is no way I'm not writing a Morrissey sketch for you now. Oh, like, I would love to. You play are gonna Morrissey. be you are gonna be playing Morrissey I would in a never show within cast, the next year. I would never cast. I would never dare to cast myself as Morrissey. Slash, I never cast myself as anything because I'm usually like someone could do this better. Same. Um, oh, right. Well, you, you had okay. You sorry. don't act in the pinup squirrels because you're a boy. That's yes. true. So He's don't be allowed. like, oh yeah, I don't no cast myself. Well, I just write shit for Gunslinger. I don't either. Yeah, but oh, that's true. But you probably could if you wanted to. Yeah, I probably could. He has acted in yeah. stuff in I've been in Gunslinger because shows, they but, needed mm, but which is like, shocking the body. because there's like a thousand of them yeah we, there are more people in Gunslinger than there were in the state there are okay. like <laughs> and that means nothing to non-sketch comedy yeah. people but to sketch people it's like, like that's oh god that's too many crazy okay so one thing that I love about the way the Smiths use lyrics is their use of syntax and sort of laying things in like a an slightly off but pleasing way and i so i'm gonna speak the weird lyrics because they're gonna be i'm gonna sing it terribly but you had so it's you had to sneak into my room just to read my diary it was just to see just to see all the things you knew i'd written about you oh so many illustrations and so like the way that like the way i just said it is like a natural way to say those words but like the way it is in the song it's like very like the emphasis is kind of on the wrong syllable a lot sure. of the times, but it, not in like a super awkward works. way. Or like, um, "Pretty Girls Make Graves" is another one where she's too rough. She's too rough, and I'm too delicate. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like how Elton, it's like how Elton John is the only person that could rhyme ballerina and should have seen. Yes, her. exactly. So they get away with a lot of stuff because I think he's good at that. It doesn't sure. ever sound like he's like I gotta cram this weird it's, word into it's this. Not if you, so if you really love Christmas, <laughs> oh god. Oh. God, I did you did you watch Love Actually? I did not this year? watch it this year. No, I but I never fucking have love made that it part that where Apple he's movie. like, I really like where we jam an extra syllable into the fourth line. <laughs> I have never that movie is so problematic. 
Oh, everyone is. is terrible. It is. It's and not a good like. It's everybody in the movie is horrible. And the I don't know why it's to her house with the like title cards thing. Yeah, I was just like. And Every, the wedding video is creepy. Everybody Alan in that Rickman movie, cheating on Emma Thompson. I know. Other like, than other than other than the two children and Liam Neeson, yes. everybody in that movie is garbage. Yes. Also, just like as a Jew, but I don't love super Christmassy. Funny. Like my favorite Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. That's the other thing. It kind like, of is. It though. could kind of take place at any time, though. See, that's my feeling about Home Alone and Die Hard. My that's, two yes. real favorite Christmas movies. I'm like. Those they could can both happen whenever they, they have happen anywhere. Nothing but to do even with Christmas. It's a Wonderful Life could take place at any time. That's true. A lot I, of I, I do like, like how It's a Wonderful Life. It's like, oh no, his wife turned out to be a hot single lady who has fun. How terrible! <laughs> yeah, It's a Wonderful Life is really just mostly. But there's like a whole chunk in the middle of well, the banks. The big yes. twist about <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life is the part that everyone talks about. The like, what if you were never born? Is like. 10 minutes at the end. I know. Yeah. The rest most of it's of, just really boring. Most of it is just about banks. But anyway. I think that's just um, how old movies are. But, uh, yeah, Love Actually, like, everyone We can in... take our time with this. Oh, I'm Jimmy Stewart. Everyone <laughs> in Love Actually is garbage, but yes. I kind of love Terrible it anyway. People. I kind of love it anyway, just because it's very bad, and I've seen it so many times that like I can just yeah. put it on in the background. But <laughs> I have a very good soundtrack, actually. Yes. Hmm. I, I can see that. And I also would like to defend soundtracks and best ofs. You know okay. what? I don't have to be every deep cut on every band. Sometimes I just want to listen to a skim of it. Whatever. Gonna need you to just leave. <laughs> I love Best of. Oh no, Best, you know best of are Best of are great. And there's a lot tracks. of like great. There's a lot of greatest hits albums that like. Or it introduces there's a reason you to a they band were the greatest or hits. Like, yeah. And it, like especially if I want to get introduced to a band, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, honest, I will. I will defend the track listing and order on the two volume Paul Simon greatest hits. It is oh, yeah. very good. Oh yeah, the, but I are... also love you know, uh, here comes Ryan and Simon. Like yeah, and I also love Graceland. But I will listen to that greatest hits thing because it's actually a very good like. Yeah, you're like oh, oh this well. takes me through a tour of what I want to listen to. Also, oh, yeah. Billy Joel greatest yes. hits one through three. Don't at me. Please, I don't like her. Billy Joel. Say, yeah. Thank I'm you, Stephen. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I just can't stand his voice. Can't, I don't know what it is about Billy Joel, but I just get really annoyed every time he he's feels on. like. And I know he's great, but I just. I feel like I'm listening to, like, an off-brand Bruce Springsteen. He feels to me like the sort of guy that would, like, try to steal your girlfriend at, like, a bar near Penn Station. And just Station do, like, a terrible at, job. like, happy hour. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, is, like, you're drunk, go home. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, super Get into finance. Get on that finance. Metro North and go away. Yeah. So. I know. could do an entire episode of this show just going track by track of glass houses. Oh, we're going to eventually. <laughs> yeah, me and Alex are going to go track by track through glass houses. And I'm just going to be, like, groaning in the background. And tell you why it's amazing. <laughs> okay. I mean, a lot a- of, everyone I respect basically likes Billy Joel. He's a great songwriter. I just can't stand his voice. And like, as a huge Decemberist and Tom Waits fan, I understand. Yeah, and I feel like Morrissey. You like even... listening to whiny Civil War ghosts? Yeah. Calm down. And I feel like Morrissey could kind of fall into that same category too of like you... listening to it. I'm like, I get why people might not like the way this guy sounds. That's a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's um one of my favorite deeper cuts of the Smiths is a song called "You Just Haven't Earned It." Okay. If you're wondering why. The love that you long for eludes you is the first two lines. Um, <laughs> but there's a part where he's just singing, like, I'll tell you why, with, like, why, <laughs> over this, like, rocking beat. And it's just, just so good. Um, I also, like, I don't know. There's there's a lot of just... My whole thing about being a Smith fan, I guess, to get back to, like, 
being defensive about it. Sorry. I yeah. saw a very dumb good tweet that oh, had nothing okay. to do with Morrissey. Um, is like that people are like, oh, you're just an angsty teen alone in your room. And I'm like, isn't everybody? I am. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I already admitted earlier, forever, I'm absolutely just an angsty 100%, teen. A hundred percent. I just want to listen to you. Now I sit in my car because that is where I have the best speakers. Um, you mean Andrew doesn't have an awesome hi-fi setup? No. <laughs> I have. Shout out to uh, my longtime friend and her longtime roommate, Andrew yes. Lee, who's going to be on the show. Andrew eventually. and I have lived together for like over three years. That's We were on an improv team together to for yeah. that long. I know. Yeah. I'm just like. They run an improv team together in the, in New York, and then they've done some two-prov here. Sometimes I have to remind myself that I have to, like... Because when you have a female roommate, as a woman, I'm usually, like, a little bit more lax about wearing pants. And sometimes I have to remind myself, like, Andrew is a man. Don't be weird. Sure. <laughs> Put on pants. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I uh, I do have some so old some old speakers. Sometimes when I clean the bathroom... Pants. Oh, no well, pants. No pants. No pants. Well, I'm alone hashtag forever alone so. <laughs> no no um hashtag not all pants also hashtag not all pants also you've met my husband calm down <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. as he sits in front of his wall of fish posters yep. yeah I, uh, five of the although i do like that you guys we were just like i gave you my recent dating dilemma and you guys were like oh hell no so it's <laughs> unacceptable yeah and that's all that needs to be said right now. Yep. Um, but uh, dating dilemma is one of my favorite Morrissey songs, though. That's not a real nope. one. No. Nope. Um, yeah, I also like. I don't know. I think that to a certain extent, the stuff that you really liked in high school, you will always like at least a little. Oh, totally. Like I don't. I never to really, a lit album. I don't know what they are actually. <laughs> I honestly feel grateful Sore that I had. <laughs> That I had, like, good... I know I'm going to sound like an asshole, but, like, I had good music taste in high school. Sure. Like, honestly, like, the time that I was the most plugged into cool music was when I was, like, 18. Like, since then, oh, I, like, stopped caring. Yeah. Like, I went to, like, four Deerhoof concerts before I was, like, 18. I did all this, like, stuff. I, you know, I mean, yes, I do think, like, maybe some of La Tigra is not as good as I thought it was. But for the most part, it's like... It's still pretty good, though. It's still pretty good. Like, it's not terrible, my and, high school band played a little bit of La Tigra. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We were we were super fucking into La Tigra for okay. a minute there. Yeah. I, don't, I fuck, mean, I don't remember what what song it was. I was really Sebastian. If you're listening, tell me what La Tigra song we used to play. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Who took the bump from the bump around? No. Around. It was. I think it was from that record though. Yeah, but like certain. Actually, the one album that I have a hard time listening to because it reminds me too much of a specific time in my life. There are two. There's Neutral Milk Hotels in the Airplane Over the Sea. Makes me too sad. Can't listen to it. That's Because fair. I was very depressed when I was listening to that. Same thing. One with, day we will fly yes, and our ashes and will like, fly. And I'm like, cool. I'm also not able to leave my apartment. Um, and then uh, But that's Lady because it's Trans, circling all around the sun. Yes, exactly. I was like, just like my brain. It's just, true. yeah. Um, the woman at their first album book. is okay for me still. That's Avery Island? Yes. And yeah. I actually think it's a better album. I saw them live a few years ago with a guy who I dated for a long time, but this was like when we had just started dating and I just kind of like needed a date and he wasn't that into them. And I just remember being like, I am having the biggest orgasm of my life. And like my poor ex-boyfriend was just like, yeah, it was okay. Welcome. He didn't like um, want to rain on my parade, but I was like, maybe I should have done this by myself. <laughs> that, that was like when, when Beth and our 
our friend's uh, girlfriend came with us to see They Might Be Giants oh, in college, and it was the same That's thing. That's like the deepest, I actually fell band. asleep. Oh, man. Yeah. I fell asleep. I, there's, I, uh, there's have you ever seen Morrissey might... live? I've never seen him live. I <laughs> Although he keeps canceling. He keeps canceling stuff. Shows. I was like very conflicted about the Hollywood Bowl show. I think everything but like expensive tickets sold out maybe. And I also was like kind of broke and didn't really want to. I was like, it turns out I did have a couple friends who went, but they like shelled out for fancy tickets. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So it just, I was a little conflicted about it. He doesn't tour that much. No. no. Um, and I also am like, I feel like I would be slightly disappointed. I would probably have a great time. What am I talking about? Oh, it would yeah, be very totally. fun. But like I saw the Pixies a couple times when they did their reunion, one yeah. of their reunion tours recently. So before by recently, after I mean before. So when I say recently, I mean 12 years ago. Holy crap. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good. But I just remember being like, oh, this is OK, you know. I felt the same there's way when I saw the different, police. Yeah, there's a different, like, I saw the White Stripes a bunch with my dad, because he loves the White Stripes, when I was in high school. And, like, oh, shit. they were, like, they had just released, like, Dish Style or, like, one of their, like, they were, like, in their prime. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a really cool experience. Like, anytime where you see a band that's, like, on the upswing, oh, yeah. like, oh, this is awesome. But, like, I love PJ Harvey, but I don't particularly want to see her play weird, new, terrible stuff. Yeah. I would have loved to see PJ Harvey in like 1998, you know? Oh, yeah. So we, we saw the Violent Femmes open for Bare Naked Ladies, oh, that which was an insane, insane. lineup. Anyway, yeah. if, they, if just, the Greek... they basically just like opened with Blister in the Sun because they were just like, here you go. This is what you wanted. We're tossing, we're tossing a bone to y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they played a bunch of other stuff too, and it was really rad. But uh, yeah, they just opened with it. They're yeah. just like, fuck if, it. This if is what somehow you're here for. the Greek theater fell into the ocean that day, all of LA's like hipster nerds would just be gone. Wiped out. Um, what was the one? I saw my first like real concert I went to without my parents was Lou Reed. That's way cooler I than know. mine, which was weird out. I, I that's that's actually not that mine bad. Mine was <laughs> Bruce Springsteen with you. Holy crap. That's true, yeah. And that's very me. cool. Uh- <laughs> oh, fun story there. So my dad had gotten us tickets. He was doing two nights at the garden. Mm-hmm. My mom I, would have, like, murdered someone for Bruce Springsteen tickets, well, honestly. Well, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't realized he was doing two nights. Mm-hmm. I hadn't realized until we were about to leave. We were in the car on the way to the that train you station. Got the that wrong his night? tickets were for Wednesday, and it was now Thursday, and we were Uh-oh. on our way to the concert. Oh, no. Yep. So, like, we looked on StubHub, we looked on Craigslist, and eventually we got to the garden, and I, like, walked around. I would have murdered you if I yeah, was bad. but that's you fair. You would be dead now. <laughs> It was like our first official date after we like decided we were actually dating. And yeah. it was also my first concert. <laughs> um yeah. so I I like walked around the outside of the garden going like oh, how much did and you then pay he for got tickets? well oh, hold no. on. Then he went and got in the standby line. Um meanwhile I have much less shame than him, so I just stood in front of the garden literally just like yelling that I needed tickets. And eventually um these two like bros came up to me and they were like, Hey, do you really need two tickets? And I was like, yeah. And I told them the short version of the story of like what happened. He was like, well, we're, we had two buddies that just bailed. So like, if you can bring us to your other person and like prove to us that there is another person and you're not going to resell them, like we'll sell them to you at face. Oh, so we got in for, we got into the floor for a hundred bucks each. Oh, yeah. I, I, cause I, I, at that point I'm, I'm sitting in the standby line, just like staring into the window of the Penn station borders. And I get a phone call from there. Yeah. Yeah. I get a phone call from, I know. Yeah. I get and it. I was like, where are you? Give me $100. <laughs> it wasn't just music. It was books as yeah. well. Yes, I know. Um, 
they uh, I got a, I get a call from her. It's like, where are you? I'm like in the standby line. Come, come to where I am. Like, uh, okay. Oh, and this was pre Venmo. So how did you pay for this? He had money. Well, oh. and, and then I, I get to where she is. She just goes, "Do you have a hundred dollars? Yeah, give it to me. All right, sold." And then she just hands these people the tickets, and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" And I don't think you knew until we got them that they were for the floor. No. Which was also I just knew just that like, they were face. I just knew that they were face, and he was like their general admission. I was like, "That's fine." I don't remember if I said I love you or I proposed. <laughs> uh. You did After not that. say you loved me because we didn't say that yet. No. <laughs> um, but Aww. like, yeah, it was, uh, that was one of the many times she's, you know, pulled out so a pretty yeah, So cool I was like, wing. I don't know. He said their general admission and you were like, that's the floor, babe. Like, <laughs> mm, yeah. I went to, um, one of the times I saw the white stripes was on the floor general admission with my dad. Oh, wow. It wasn't that, I mean, they weren't like a Where? huge band. It was at the Aganis Arena at Boston University. Oh, nice. Um, I've walked by that arena a few times. Yeah. I, I walked by it many times because I went to school there. Ugh. Um, <laughs> you went to BU? I did. Okay. Yeah. Go Terriers. Hashtag don't care. Um, their team is the Terriers? Yes. They're adorable little Boston Terriers and their rival is the uh, Eagles. It seems like a very unfair matchup. Yeah. Very uh, mismatched. Yeah. But yeah, I remember just like going to concerts with my dad was always so weird. Just like, I can imagine dad, that. Away. Um, Whatever I went to a concert. If it was like with... sitting down concerts, it was fine. But if it was like a mosh pity situation, I'm just like. Ugh. Didn't you see Jimmy Buffett with your dad? I saw Jimmy Buffett with my dad. That a actually few sounds times. like the perfect. Also, if it's like if it's like the kind of thing where you can sit. Also, if it oh, was yeah. Jimmy Buffett, I would just get really drunk with my oh, parents. Yeah. Like that would be fine. I mean, the first so at this a, point they teen. would not care. He was oh. a teen. Yeah. Um, Brandon has actually secretly been a dad since he was 14 yeah okay if if i if, think the literally the only jimmy buffett song i know is margaritaville oh Did he just play that over and over again oh for an honey hour? um <laughs> don't 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 no abort no. abort eject the, sorry I, eject. I don't, the the first time i saw him i don't think it was the no it might have been the tour where he was he was playing margaritaville twice uh, but he he did it once and then like like in the first set and then at the end of the first set did like a reprise with the missing verse that's not in the studio version oh, to go yes. into Of course that exists. Um, yeah. Anyway, we're going to talk about Morrissey <laughs> and not Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Uh, but I guess Jimmy I'm looping eventually. back eventually. So I saw Lou Reed, which he wasn't Morrissey, but he played a lot of new stuff and everyone was just like, this is bad. And I remember You're my like, This is friends, not what I bought Lou Reed tickets for. My friend's sister had a bunch of drugs, and I was like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we can do drugs, and this is much more fun. Yeah. It was a, I mean, it was a really cool show. It was just like... It's like, that's not what I, I, what I, I wanted. Mean, but then you're just like, well, he, he hasn't been... And also, it's like, do you think Lou Reed cares about anything that anyone thinks? No. <laughs> and Morrissey is probably similar. He does play hits. I've seen recordings of it, but... I don't know. I also just don't see a lot of live music. I feel like a lame weirdo, but I'm just like, I, I always hear about concerts after they happen. They're I mean, late I, at night. I never I'm saw old. a concert until I was in college and I went with him. And yeah. then he still goes to a lot. And he always asks me. He's like, I'm, I'm going to ask, but I'm assuming you don't want to go. And I'm just like, I mean, oh, I, I, I do yeah. this significantly less in Los Angeles than I yeah. did back in New York. It's because they're much more of a pain to get to here. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of the bands that I really love are, are kind of East Coast bands. They don't yeah. tour out here as often, yeah. Yeah, like 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 fish, and they might be giants. Like they, they don't really yeah. play out west as much. Mm-hmm. Like they're very much New England bands. I also just like like the last time I saw a show at the Echo, I it was not Stereolab, but it was like the lady from Stereolab, 
And I called to try to get approximate set times because my boyfriend at the time had to get up at like 5.30 for work. Sure. And I was like, we might leave a little early. We left so early because everything runs really late. Yep. Which again, I realize I sound like I'm a million years old, but like, why can't things actually just start at 8 p.m.? Like, why do we have to wait yeah. until 10 Oh, are you kidding headliner? me? I'm the number one person who yeah. I'm like, it starts at 10 no, no. <laughs> I, I just want to go home at that point. Good Lord. I saw so. Dweezil's Apple once and he was on three minutes before <laughs> set time. Oh. And I was like, that's literally never, that's ever happened before. That's the thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Is that the one where that old, old guy jumped his beer on me? Uh, no, that was not the show in Connecticut where that uh, dude in a referee outfit was just like violently dry humping that woman. Yeah, and um, also someone dumped their beer on me, and then he lost his wallet out of his pocket, and I was really tempted to not return it to him because he dumped his beer on me, but I'm not a bad person. So I told him, hey, you dropped your wallet. <laughs> no, this was the, this was a show at the Gramercy. It was two nights before, but... <laughs> someone dumped beer on you? Was it like on purpose? No, it was no. because he was an old man, and he was drunk, and we were there on like Halloween, and so there were all these like 50-year-old dudes and their wives like dressed very inappropriately. In Can I tell you like, my, it was weird. my favorite... My two favorite concert experiences. Okay. R.I.P. The Avalon, which was a good small venue in Boston. I always Boston. heard The Avalon was yeah. great. It was great. Um, and then it became the House of Blues, and then the, now that oh. is gone, too. Because it's like a weird Lansdowne Street, which is next to yeah. the Fenway Park. It's yeah. like, it's just Nine like artists. a weird, it's just like, it's like clubby and area. strange. It's a weird area. Yeah. And it's also like very expensive because it's right next Near to Fenway. Fenway. So... I'm honestly surprised that it's not just like Red Sox Disneyland through and through, but yeah. it is kind of the club district. Anyway, to the extent that Boston has people who go to clubs. Um, but yeah, I saw uh, Cat Power Ooh. at the Avalon. I've never heard someone emphasize it, Cat Power. I've always heard Cat uh, Power. Cat Power, I guess. Sure, Cat Power. I don't know. But she, my friend who I was with was like, well, it's taco night at the Avalon. <laughs> it was very female. <laughs> and the same thing I saw, I actually saw La Tigra, and it was my friend's 16th birthday at the Avalon. That is the perfect and age to see La Tigra. And we screamed out, it's Deb's birthday. And Kathleen Han Hannah sang happy birthday to my friend. Aww. And nice. I was like, someone just kill me right now. I also, my high school boyfriend, shout out to him here. He, at this time, we weren't dating, but I will always remember he had, like, really long blonde hair for, like, a year. And this was at that point. And I just remember looking back, and he was, like, the only man in the moss pit, basically. But he didn't look like one because he had long but he blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, is that? Nope. That's just him. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw Primus the other week, and I'm pretty sure I saw, like, two women. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. That's also my, like, I, I do like metal, but I hate the vibe of metal yeah. shows yeah we saw tom jones and i was definitely the youngest person there oh yeah, yeah. that show fucking ruled, that was actually though. a great show um so is, is there that any the other raindrops falling on my head guy no yep yeah okay uh and it's not unusual and what's new pussycat mm. i guess my my plea to people who are like the smiths that's just like that weird morrissey guy it's like listen to their first two albums which is the self-titled and well also did we talk about this on air, how they have like a million compilations and there's a lot of overlap? No, we talked about so. it beforehand. Yeah. So there, but their the discography, Smiths, is, their weird. discography is, is very confusing and I don't, I should have looked up why, but they're louder than bombs to me is like the real compilation album that's worth, like it's very comprehensive and mm -hmm. good stuff on it, but there's like a lot of overlap. It's weird. And then they also like recorded things with different people. So sometimes you're like this, if you really want to be a nerd, like this cut of uh what difference does it make sense a little bit different than this one but um 
yeah listen to like the smiths listen to meet his murder you can skip the title track it's terrible i understand <clears throat> um and louder than bombs and some of the queen is dead but you don't skip their stuff after that and maybe skip most of the queen is dead i feel like i don't understand why that is like the ultimate smith album hmm. to me it's one of there's some real like some girls are bigger than others is like a dead track frankly mr shankly is stupid i like that vicar in a tutu annoys me there's a lot of it's just like it's i think it's maybe one of their more accessible albums i can see that and i think it's less rocky which i think is something they kind of settled into yeah it didn't strike me as as a huge rock record but like their yeah their earlier stuff is a lot more like guitar driven it's a little new wavy yeah very new wavy Um, like minus the synthesizers yeah like like guitar new wave yeah and I think that they were that like Johnny Moore kind of like invented a certain guitar sound. Oh, totally. And so uh, like the first, definitely the first two albums, to me have like this very specific guitar sound. Um, that I'm just like, if you think that the Smiths are just soft music for people who like literary soft references, soft, boys. soft music for soft boys. Yes, I did listen to "I Know It's Over" on the way here, and there is a line about how it. You need to be strong to be gentle and kind, and it made me roll my eyes, whatever. But yeah, like listen to their earlier stuff because I think that's more when they were like a real band. Um, and ignore most of Maurice's bullshit. or Johnny Mars <laughs> bullshit or just output after the Smiths because it's not that good. It's but, like those first right. couple uh, police records sound so different. Oh, yeah, and they're than, so good. Like yeah. they're a phenomenal tight and then they, ska band. Then they get into just being like, I'm Sting. And oh, you're yeah. like, oh, I hate everything. Yeah. The yeah. more instruments they added to a police album, the less good yes. it got. Yeah. No, early police stuff is so good. Oh, yeah. So good. All right. Well, yeah. Any other final Morrissey thoughts? Um, other than what we just I guess I just listen you know, to those two. Any, any, give it a try. Any other kind con- We're human. Topics and we, and we need to be loved. Uh, yeah. Give it just a try. Like everyone else does. Don't listen to just the charmed version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's very reduced. Or, or do. Or do. Whatever. Um, it's a great show. And um, you have to be strong to be gentle. Or is it? It takes strength. I don't know. I'm butchering it. You have to be a strong person to be gentle and kind. You heard it here, folks. That's there right. you go. <laughs> it's the Jordan Kurtzman guarantee. Yeah. All right. If people wanted to, if you were so inclined, find you on the internet or follow oh. what you're doing, or if you have any plugs um, that are different from what Brandon will plugs. plug. Um, <laughs> well, Brandon and I are doing a show together in theory. I will be writing for it um, uh, the end of January at the Nerdist for Pinup Squirrels. Um, I am a writer for the CBS uh, Diversity Sketch Comedy Showcase, which is going up at the end of January at the El Portal Theater. Mm-hmm. There are lots of seats, so you can come, um, everybody, especially on the non-industry nights. I guess it'd like come. It's going to be good. Um, and I, I don't want to make it sound like there's going to be a lot of empty seats, but people are like, does it sell out? And I'm like, it's a huge theater. Just come. I didn't um, know it was a thing you could go to. I yeah, thought you no, had to you be like go. an invited there's like, I think person. there's like a couple nights that is like that. Industry, and then there's a couple then... like friends and family nights oh. that they're just like, plug it. Like, I think they run it first. I should look at the schedule before I'm like, but yes, you, but you can, can just You go. guys can look it up. And if also, there's information if on you're the a writer who like is interested in maybe doing it next year, it's I, like I saw it on YouTube. I do wish that I had gone in previous years, but I was like, it sold out. My friend was like, you totally could have come. And it's good to just kind of schmooze. It's like every all like uh, the writers in the cast, like we'll be we'll be hanging out. Let's we'll come and schmooze. Watch yeah. some comedy. It's good. People who like should be on SNL are on that stage. And I just I just 
and I'm not one of them. I'm just plugging them, honestly. Maybe something that I wrote will be on there, but the odds aren't good at the moment. Um, <laughs> and if you want to follow me on the internet, man, that was like the most incompetent plug. <laughs> I'm really bad at that. Um, if you want to follow me on the internet at Twitter, I am twitter.com slash Jordan Kurtzman. That's J-O-R-D-A-N-K-U-R-T-Z-M-A-N. But for Instagram, I had to add my middle name. So it's <laughs> Instagram.com slash Jordan Sarah Kurtzman. That's Sarah with, with an no H. H or no, no H. H. Good point. Um, also, I'm doing a show at the PAC uh, stand-up January 21st in the morning. Oh. So it's a Sunday morning. It's not. It's noon. Is that the scramble? It's a scramble. They have donuts. They have mimosas. The last time I did it, I had a little too much mimosa. So and the pack not... is a donation yes. based. Yeah. So you can go in for free or send them a donation or send them on Venmo. Venmo them. You can also like bring your own shit in. I brought a flask of whiskey yes. in last night. It's a it very. Great. It's a very. It's very chill. Laid back. We we watched sketchy prov last night, and I. Oh brought yeah. A, I feel like the pack theater is like. Like we're like watching something in its heyday. Oh yeah, it feels like used to be ten years ago. Exactly. You're like, this is a little chaotic, and I like it. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like I, it's a it like everything. You're like, mm. I, I have a story. I'm not going to tell show. on her. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got a really cool kind of punk rock vibe. Yeah, yeah. That I yeah. really, I'm really enjoying. Every time I've done, I did one show there that was like the weekend of Thanksgiving, and it was that was the one that I was a little drunk at, but. Um, Generally speaking, every time I've done a show there, it's very fun. And the, the ladies who run the scramble are like. Who just runs that the show? The coolest. Um, Katie Dahl and um, Erica Curry are okay. the two. I don't think I know them. Um, I probably mispronounced at least one of those <laughs> names because I'm fine. a Doel. person like that. Yes, Katie Doyle. Um, but it's spelled Dahl, so whatever. Um, yeah, those are those are the plugs that I really stumbled and struggled with. <laughs> <through. laughs> so yeah, how about you, Brandon? Um, yeah, I've got um our pinup squirrels show, Woo. which is I think the last Friday of the month. You're I think the it's only like the... male writer. Who's I'm loud. Yeah, I'm I'm like the like the there have been a couple dudes kind of in the mix, but I think I'm the one that like. And then we ate them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we killed and He's ate the them. Token dude. There can be only one. Any of you fuckers come at me, I will. That's (laughs) true. And then I've got my next Gunslinger show on Wednesday the 17th. Would you recommend that people come to the Gunslinger show packing? I, 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 shut up. (laughs) Do not, do not do that. The pack is very, very small. Um, Shut up. (laughs) It's just like a very like aggressively violent name. Oh, it is. And like our, our interstitials. It is, but they mean it in like a like westerny way. And then like. I, don't well, know. I just feel like some crazy person at some point is going to very much yeah, misinterpret. There's like, definitely slinger show. There's definitely been discussions about changing the name. Oh, yeah. But he has the gunslinger show the seventeenth. Yeah, the seventeenth. And like our interstitials used to be clips from like crazy action movies of people like double fisting AK forty sevens and stuff, <laughs> which was like, cool. I need another clip. Like it was awesome. Yeah. But then we had two shows in a row. Where the biggest mass shooting to date oh. had happened before. And you were like, maybe we don't talk about guns. Yeah, we, yeah. like the vibe in the audience got real weird. So we're yeah. like, Let's... I can see that. <laughs> but uh, that is Thursday the 17th at 10, excuse me, at 1030. Yeah. We're up with Tiny Muscles. I actually have something in the show this time. Oh, that's great. Which uh, is fucking great after three months. Um, Wait, you haven't had anything up before? No. There, there's oh, 12 right. there's of us. Like, again, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's more people than are on... The Chicago Bears. Yeah. Moving back to the Chicago Bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, there are a couple people on the team that are just like straight up sketch yeah. geniuses. There's a lot so of them like, and they, they only have time for like three or four sketches per show. So. Yeah. They are, they are, all shows at the pack used to be about 
four sketches too long. Every time I you've been like come to the show and it's been late and I've been like yo I gotta work early. I'm also like it's gonna be late. Oh yeah, if we're up second, you're not getting out of no. there till midnight. Oh at yeah, least. Oh, I'm like I gotta be in bed at eleven. I know. There's yeah. a lot of them where he's like it starts at eleven. I'm like oh. <laughs> I haven't seen Convoy. I used to see a lot. Oh Convoy, TV. and they always start late, and their show starts at eleven. Cocksucker! What did she do? My cat is peeing on the floor again. Why does she pee on the floor? She's an asshole. She's an old she lady. She have a UTI? I saw anyway. her do it earlier today. It's probably because I'm in the way of the litter box. Like, that's oh. probably exactly what it is. She's just like, I need a clean pathway. <laughs> can can we play out with some some Smith? Oh, yeah. Sweet jams? Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll right. tack it on at the end. Okay. Just tell me what song you want me to play us out with Shop and I'll do it. Shoplifters of the World Unite. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. That's a good one. Sorry, I'll do my section and clean up my stupid cat. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can find me online everywhere at, at girladactyl. Um, I don't actually have anything to plug right now because I'm in between gigs. However, uh, so in a her. few hours, <laughs> yeah, please hire me to stage manage or do your prop design. Um, in a few hours, I am actually on my way to the airport and I'm going to be gone for most of January. So <gasps> this is the last episode I will be recording this month. So Brandon, uh, the next few episodes you guys listen to are That's going to just be Brandon. a lot of Brandon. time in Connecticut, dude. I'm not in Connecticut oh, the whole time. I'm in three okay. different places. I go to Connecticut, then I drive to Florida, then I come back. Then we go to Portland. Then I come back, and then I have to go to a retreat for um, the theater where I'm a production manager. Where we have an admin treat. so I'm going to be gone for like 21 days. So the next few episodes, I will not be on. But all of you people are lovely, so and I will. Uh, I'll be back you later. You need to add some throat lozenges because you're going to talk a lot on the mm-hmm. next few. He already talks a lot. Um, <laughs> What's the over under on your mom wanting to listen to this episode on the drive down? It won't be out yet. No, well, it'll be on a Monday. Oh, you're going to do it that soon? Yeah. Guys, we're really Zero great planners. <laughs> we're really great planners. I'm gonna tell her I don't listen to them, which I is true. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay. Um, and if I had a podcast, yeah. I would not want to listen to the sound of yeah, my I don't voice. Want to listen to my voice. I just anyway, from editing it for so long, I've become weirdly used to it. Actually, that's a lie. I listen to all of my stand-up sets. But that's often. different because you're kind of trying yeah. to learn what worked and what didn't. That's true. Yeah. I just don't. And need that's to why listen I listen to, to the show. I don't need to do this. But anyway, banter. Um. <laughs> As always, Escalation. thank you to Kalen West and Tiny Stills for the use of our theme song. Starting over is a lot like giving up off the album. Falling is like flying. Um, and I know that they were just playing shows with some of their new stuff. There was one last night, which they weren't on until 11, so I didn't go. Like, mm. um, but her new album should be out soon. I knew they were just doing Final Mix. I'm it's very called, pumped. It's called Laughing Into the Void. Yep. The new album's called Laughing Into the Void. Fucking awesome title. Uh, and it's coming coming soon, so we'll let you know when that happens. Uh, have you ever, have you ever found yourself close to accidentally saying thank you to the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, Putting the Days to Bed? No. Okay. Because I've, I've defo had that happen a few times. No. Uh, but anyway, so that <laughs> that's that. Good job. <laughs> nice mouth fart. Yeah. Cool. cool. It I'm always falls go, apart in the last two minutes. I'm going to go clean up after my garbage cat. Yay. Podcast over. Podcast over. Learn to love me, assemble the way. Now, today, tomorrow, and always. My only weakness is a list of crime. My only weakness is, well, never mind. of the world Unite and take over Shock the lifters of the world Hand it over, hand it 
three, you and your God. 